This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. We got the Philadelphia Eagles heading to the West Coast to take on the Los Angeles Rams in this game. And we have some headlines in this one. Uh, Before we get to that, though, uh, the uh, Eagles are favored at minus four. I do like that for this week quite a bit. Now, the the betting stats go 50-50 as far as, you know, two for two for the Eagles, two for two for the Rams against the spread this week. Uh, Both have actually been over under twice and twice not you know this week so far too i'm going to stay away from the over under 50 and a half it seems to be about the right number i'm just going to go with the eagles have a low line to cover and i do believe they are the better team so that's why i'm going to go with the minus four here for the philadelphia eagles uh obviously you're playing jalen hurts we're firing up deandre swift as a low end rb1 kyron williams has to be fired up i actually have him a little bit lower in ecr got him as a high in rb2 rather than a low in rb1 doesn't matter either way you're playing him in your lineups this week let's get to the headline chris let's talk about cooper cup now i kind of i give him the same treatment i've given jonathan taylor same treatment i'm giving saquon barkley if he plays he's a top 10 wide receiver in fact i got him ranked at wide receiver nine in this one my thought process here with cup is that if he plays then he's healthy enough to play he won't be hindered in the game and matthew stafford needs wants and loves some him some cooper cup and the eagles by the way Wide receivers can take advantage of the Eagles secondary right now. So I have no hesitation in making him a wide receiver one this week if he's back. What do you think? Yeah, I tend to agree. The difference between Cooper Cup for me is he was involved in the offseason. He was getting ready to get ramped up for the beginning of the season to play free. Hurt his hamstring again. I think they made every precaution to try to make sure that he wasn't hurt. There wasn't a guarantee he had to be put in the pub, but they wanted to make sure he took the time getting back. He was 100% healthy when he comes back. And even I do think the Rams will err on the side of caution because it seems to be a franchise that kind of you know looks for their guys' injuries, make sure they kind of stay healthy. He might be on a snap count, but I think to your point, Dan, he's going to be involved when he's out there. So all you care about is the targets. So for me, Cooper Cup's definitely receiver two, hopefully receiver one. Yeah, uh, I do think it eats a little bit into the volume overall. Obviously, if he goes a Puka Nakua, I still have him ranked as wide receiver 13, so I'm still very bullish on him. The guy I think it affects the most if Cooper Cup's back in the building is Tutu Atwell because he just gets a sl- he'll just, he'll get the slightest sliver of that three-man pie right now. Kind of four-man because Higby's actually getting some targets lately too. I still have him as a top 36 wide receiver in this game, though. The big play has been available because of the Eagles' safeties uh this year so take that as you will um i don't really have too many other guys i want to talk about too much in this one guys i mean dallas goddard it's been brutal but i fail to find tight ends who are better there's been opportunities for him to execute jalen hurts just hasn't gone his way because he's been forced feeding aj brown the ball i mean adam would you bench dallas goddard at this point you keep playing him as a top 10 tight end um and i i don't know i guess if you're you know, in a good situation, you don't have much on the roster and you can't get a, a new tight end in there, um, then, you know, you keep playing him. But, you know, if I've got a spot for another tight end, um, you know, and I can get someone off the waiver wire, one of those fringe. Uh, let, let me let me ask it to you this way. How about how about, how about we do this? Uh, Dallas Goddard or Zach Ertz? Ertz. I think he's in for some positive regression. The, he's like fourth in targets the position. Dallas Goddard or Hunter Henry this week? 
I think that's a right in the tier where I would put him in uh, is right around Hunter Henry. I think I slightly skew towards Henry because I think he's higher in the hierarchy of that offense. Goddard or Ferguson this week? Goddard. Okay. So, or Goddard or Higby on the other side. That one's tough. Um, I want to say Goddard because I think he's a much better player. So basically you put him just inside the top 12. Basically you have him at tight end 10. That's essentially where you wind up putting him at. And I, I, I agree with that. You have to keep playing him. The opportunities will be there. Remember Dallas Goddard got off to a slow start last year and it got picked up eventually. I'm not going to shy away from putting him in my lineup. Higby, by the way, is my 12th tight end this week. A streamable option. It's just, it's just ugly. It's just ugly, 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 ugly at the tight end position. Uh, looks like we got a couple questions in here before we move on. We have uh, Team Money. Do I trade Chase for Bijan Robinson? I mean, yes. that's that's yep, that's the value. If you're going to trade Jamar Chase, it has to be for an elite RB one. That that's a move that I would I would do. Chris, you just said yeah, just there. I would. I mean, especially how it's kind of progressing this season, having an RB one who looks like he's going to continue to be more and more involved with Jamar Chase. You're hoping Joe Burrow gets healthy at some point, but it's not a guarantee. Yeah, I tend to, Adam, you agree with that as well or no? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yep, so we would do that deal. Let's go to our next.